Welcome back, Travel Besties, to Season 2 of the Passports and Coffee Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Sherea. This season, we're excited to introduce to you some new Travel Besties. So grab yourself a cup of coffee. And let's inspire you to travel the world. Hey, Travel Besties. Welcome back to the Passports and Coffee Podcast. We are officially here with Season 2. Woo! Hi, guys. How excited are you? <laughs> I am so excited and also can't believe that season two is already here. I know, right? I just feel like we wrapped on season one like a minute ago, but we have actually yeah. wrapped, what, like two months ago? And we have a lot of things to discuss with you guys. We kind of want to just give you the 411 on what we've been up to since we have wrapped recording for season one we want to talk about where we've been what we've been up to and most importantly what to expect in season two yeah season two is going to be awesome Mm -hmm. so sharia before we get started as always what are you drinking today yeah so it's actually a little precursor of the topic today but i am drinking a chocolate macadamia nut kona coffee that i brewed from home (sighs) i'm jealous did you bring me home some uh coffee um didn't. no i'm sorry how dare you i know i actually did consider it but i was like i don't know i'll see you next and shipping's kind of expensive i could probably mail you something from that's true from distribution oh it's all good <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i see how i I'm, I'm trapped liver okay you guys let me just tell you i'm gonna preface this we we talk quite frequently obviously but over the last several weeks, we have literally been in complete different time <laughs> zones. So trying to even communicate has been so difficult. Yeah. It was nighttime for me and Shreya was like just waking up. So, I mean, we were like 12 hours apart. <laughs> I was in Europe. Shreya was in Hawaii. So, you know. Yeah. So crazy. It's been a struggle the last few weeks for sure. So what are you drinking? Well, I kind of like slurped it down because it's early morning here but just an iced coffee which is now just ice (laughs) you know it's fine yeah it's all good i need my daily caffeine intake you know yeah time to make another cup (laughs) i know right so shreya what have you been up to since we've wrapped yeah so like we mentioned before i was in hawaii last month my little brother well my younger brother. I said that some to somebody once. My my brother used to live with me, and I told somebody once that my little brother lived with me, and they're like, "Oh, that's so cute." I was like, "He's a full grown adult." So I switched to my younger brother. So my younger brother got married, and it was a destination wedding to Hawaii, and it was awesome and beautiful, and it was perfect. I'm talking like it was my own wedding, but <laughs> it was great. So where in Hawaii did you guys go? Yeah, so we went to Oahu, and the ceremony was at this place called Kualoa Ranch. And if anybody's familiar with Hawaii, Kualoa Ranch is really popular for a lot of activities where you can go horseback riding or you can take an ATV experience through the mountains. One reason why people choose Kualoa Ranch to do that is because it was a huge filming location for places like Lost, Jurassic Park, 51st States also was there, so... Yeah, it was really beautiful. So what did you do after Oahu? After Oahu, we spent a lot of time with family. So one of my cousins and and his fiance, he they both came to Hawaii and it was her first time coming to Hawaii. So we really just got to spend a lot of time with them. 
share some of our favorite foods, like the nostalgic food places that we always go to and just enjoyed family time. Once when it was probably about a week after we arrived on Oahu, my siblings and I, we went to Maui. So my brother and his wife, my sister and my sister-in-law's sister. So five of us all went to Maui and my dad and Anna, his wife was there as well. So it was a really fun little three days. We spent three days in Maui. We drove along the road to Hana, which is actually <laughs> kind of dangerous. I I do a lot of research before going to places, but I must have just skimmed over all of the the videos or the blog posts saying that there are about 600 hairpin turns on this road, a lot of one-way bridges, and the lanes are really, really narrow. It's an absolutely beautiful drive, and if you can brave it, you definitely should do it. But I was in an SUV, and it was scary at some times because people whip around corners quite fast. You know, it's so funny. My dad and my mom and dad, that's where they honeymooned, and he still talks about the road to Hana and how it like gave him massive anxiety. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's a lot better now than it was then because it's paved because I think my mom and my my mom and dad also honeymooned there mm. and I think they said it was might might have been dirt roads back then, but yeah. Once when you get into it though, you do get used to it, but when you're first doing it here. Did like, you um end up seeing the sunrise like over the clouds? Yeah. Did you end up doing I that? I did. Yeah. Yeah, so you do have to reserve a spot there in advance. They open up, I think it's they, they open up tickets. It's a dollar for each vehicle to reserve a ticket. And then, of course, it's a national park. So you do have to either pay the entrance fee or if you have a America the Beautiful Pass, you can use that as well. So I reserved a spot two months in advance for only a dollar. And we went up to Haleakala for sunrise. And everyone tells you that it's cold. They're not lying. It is <laughs> freezing which is saying something being from Minnesota but one famous Midwest quote is if it wasn't for the wind <laughs> it was very windy just being 10,000 feet <laughs> that that's like a that's such a typical <laughs> response well it'd be fine if it wasn't any wind it's so funny because I was saying the same thing when I was in Europe I was like you know it's really not that cold if there wasn't wind and I was like oh my god that is such a Midwest thing to say right <laughs> crazy so it was it was an awesome experience and so I would suggest getting there an hour maybe even an hour and a half before sunrise because one once one the things tell you that sunrise is at seven o'clock it means the sun's like in the air at seven o'clock so you want to get there when it's still dark out and you also want to get there with enough time to get parking at the summit there's not that many spaces I'd say maybe I don't know, 30, 40 spaces, which seems like a lot, but once when you look at it, it's a very small parking lot. And they have another parking lot a little bit down the summit, maybe half a mile down the summit, and that has maybe like 15 parking spots. But we didn't make enough time to get to the top, so we were able to make it enough time to get to the smaller parking lot down at the bottom. So we got there, and we sat in the car for like 10 minutes warming up, and then we're like, okay, we got to get out there. Like, you can start to tell that the dark blue is now becoming a little bit more lighter blue, so it's time. You don't see quite any golden colors yet, but you're like, you're going to see it soon, so we better start walking. We make it 200 feet, 
and it was so windy mm. and so cold. My sister goes, how long do we have to go? And I was like, it's about half a mile. And she goes, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. And so she walks back to the car. Oh, my God, Shay. Shay, I'm calling you out, Shay. <laughs> Come on, man. Honestly, I was like, that's fine. Like, you don't have to go to the top, which is better because then you can just drop us off. You can drive us and drop us off at the top. So we go back to the car for like 30 seconds just to warm up. And then she starts the car. We go to the top. And then we notice that there's some people parking around this wide median area which are not parking spots but people parked there so we're like there's still Mm -hmm. enough room we're just gonna park behind these people so we did so we all got to go and see the sunrise which was awesome Mm -hmm. and one thing I did notice too before we started walking tried walking to the top was that they actually blocked off that road so they they realized that there was no more parking spots and so they blocked off the road so no more cars could go try to park at the top so that is one thing, too, why you'd want to get there earlier. So at least get past that barrier. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really cool. That was actually my sister's most memorable experience, and which surprised me. Really? You know, Shay, Shay always surprises me with things. Yeah. I love it. She always keeps me on the toes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you had a great time. Yeah. You also got sick. I did get sick. So half of the people on our trip actually um, came down with this weird cold, and it took me like almost two weeks to get over it. It was. I started getting a little bit weird maybe two days after the wedding, four days after we arrived in Hawaii. And I was laying on the beach and I was just getting a little bit like head congested. And I got home from the beach and then I just got cold sweats and chills. And yeah, I stayed in the rest of the night that night. And then the next day we flew to Maui. And so since then, then it's like coughing up a lung sore throat like forever but yeah it took me almost like two weeks to get over it it was crazy I've never experienced a cold quite like that yeah well I got sick in Europe too so I think there was something going around yeah so if you guys hear our voices kind of crackling we're still kind of getting over our our sickness I know periodically my voice kind of like is scratchy but yeah, we both got sick. It was so funny because like I was on, if you guys follow us on Instagram, then you would know because I kind of was updating you guys on my trip. I was like talking. I was like, oh my God, I lost my voice. And that's when Sherea texted me. She's like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm sick too. I was like, oh my God, what is going on? Because there was a lot of people who were like sick around that mm-hmm. time because even like everybody at home, they were all like, oh, I'm sick too. I was like, oh my God, what is going on? But yeah, I was pretty much like dying by myself in Europe. So it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, tell me about your trip in Europe. Yes, you guys. So I um, had this trip booked to Finland with um, Jess and Steve from Flying the Nest. So I hopped on their Finland expedition and it was epic. So we started off in Helsinki and then we made our way up to Lapland. It was like one of those destinations that is like your classic winter wonderland destination. So if you're looking for like to be in a winter wonderland, definitely Lapland. Everywhere you turned, like the way that the snow just sits on the trees and everything is it's just beautiful. And honestly, like you can't even capture how like pretty it truly is through like video and photo. You like literally have to be there. But we had so much fun. We did husky sledding we hung out with some reindeer we attempted um to see the northern lights unfortunately we were not lucky yeah so it snowed pretty much the whole time we were there and it was just over overcast and cloudy so 
we kind of figured. I'm glad it snowed, though. Yeah. I remember you looking at the forecast the day before, and you're like, it is a dry. Yes, there was, like, no snow. <laughs> and then when we arrived into Helsinki, it was, like, snowing that day in Lapland, and then it, like, never stopped. So I guess it worked in the sense that we had snow, because to be honest, I can't imagine being up there and not having snow yeah. in December. So we had so much fun. Um, we hung out with reindeer. One thing that was like one of the highlights is we did this like Arctic ice floating. So you get into like this like really cool like neoprene suit and then you just kind of like, so cool. you know, float in the like Arctic water and you do not, I mean, you kind of sense the cold, yeah. but like it's not cold, if that makes sense. And then um, we also went snowmobiling. So we had a pretty like full itinerary. We went and visited um, Santa Claus at Santa Claus's village. Cool. So that was cool. You know, he told me I was a good girl this year or last year. So, you know, all the things. Um, and then we came back to Helsinki and that's kind of where my solo trip kind of really began. Um, I left the group and then I made my way to Tallinn, Estonia. And then to Copenhagen. So I experienced all the Christmas markets, which so much fun. So I did Christmas markets in Helsinki, Tallinn, and then several in Copenhagen. Love and it. I know, I, I do believe, don't quote me 100%, but I think in 2019, Tallinn won the best Christmas market in Europe. And I can concur, you guys. Like, out of all of them, Tallinn was definitely my favorite also, I drank my way through Europe drinking gloogies, so <laughs> I had like one too many gloogies. And you have too many. No, you can't. So the problem <laughs> is, is it's so cold outside that mm -hmm. it just warms you up from the inside. And I never really got drunk. So just suck them down. I mean, take that with what it will. I know. And then other thing too, they're not expensive either. No, not really. How much did you pay for yours? So they were anywhere from like three to five euros. Yeah. And that's if you're getting alcohol so like the non-alcoholic is obviously cheaper so yeah. but did you keep any of the mugs sadly the only mug the only country that had mugs was in Helsinki oh, really? and only one stand was having had the mugs I was kind of upset yeah well like sad because I was like iconic sad. and actually I was having a conversation with um so one of the girls two girls from my Finland trip were also in Estonia one day that I was there so we hit the Christmas markets and we had probably that night before dinner, like three gloogies each, okay? So if you think about it, they give you like a paper cup and the amount of trash, because like that's what we kind of like mentioned, with the amount of trash that was produced just by everybody drinking gloogies, just by us. So like there's three people, we had three gloogies, so that's nine cups, right? Yeah. Just in like a matter of like an hour, hour and a half, two hours maybe, depending on how long we were there, right? Because yeah. we were taking photos, whatever. If you think about it, really, we could have all had like a ceramic mug, even if you couldn't keep the mug. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's more, yeah, you know, on, on the on the environment. I just felt like that was kind of one of those oh. things where I was like, wow, we're producing a lot of trash. But no, unfortunately, um, Helsinki was the only one with the mug. And of course, I kept the mug. So yeah, nice. It was the perfect little, uh, you know, souvenir to bring home. Yeah, love that. But. Yeah. So I had a lot of fun. Um, I truly enjoyed Tallinn, Estonia. It was definitely like a location that's like such a, like a Kayla location. It kind of like in a sense reminded me of like Sofia, mm -hmm. Bulgaria, just because like they have like they're more of like a newer 
country well, not like new new country yeah. don't get me wrong on that but like the fact that you know they were under like um soviet union control yeah. for a very long time up until like pretty recently so it's just one of those things and then you know with everything that's going on in the world with russia and ukraine there was a lot of turmoil i guess you could say mm-hmm. like going on in estonia okay you know they really have like ukraine's back and right in old town there is the russian embassy mm. And, you know, they were protesting. And so, you know, just the state of the world. But Estonia, Talon was really cool. It's just like a medieval. I need to get there. It's it's honestly like a medieval, like, city. And it's just so old. So old. But so so cool. I do want to go back to Estonia. I think, like, Estonia in general, I think, would be really cool to explore. But And then Copenhagen. I loved Copenhagen. Copenhagen was one of those cities that I've always wanted to visit. With that being said, there was a lot of people which then kind of like ruins your experience, right? So mm-hmm. I bought like a city card. I love those. Like a 48-hour city card, which gives you – I do love them. I mean, it makes mm-hmm. things like so easy to try to like see the city. So I got like free transport, like transportation, plus it ha- allowed you to go to and from the airport on the train, which is a money saver. Seriously. And then um, it got you into like 89 attractions. With that being said, some of the attractions I went to, I don't necessarily think I would have chosen to go to. The only reason why I did is because they were included in the card, Mm -hmm. right? Which is nice because then you're seeing something that you wouldn't necessarily want to see. But then, of course, the attractions that everybody wants to see, either they sold out or was super jam-packed, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I really wanted to do a river cruise, and the two companies that are included in the card were both sold out. And you cannot make reservations if you hold the city card. Oh, my gosh. So it was like one of those things where I was like, well, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. But then also I thought about it. And, you know, in the wintertime, they have like clear tops. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, it just means I have to go back in the summer yeah. and see it. Because I, I feel like, honestly, the top would have just kind of like ruined the whole view anyways. But that's like the one thing that I didn't do, but I will say it was really crowded. The Christmas markets were really crowded. Like you felt like a sardine. I just, there was moments where I felt like I didn't enjoy myself because it was so crowded. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. And then also too, like Copenhagen, they have like this really large, like, like food culture and they always eat out. Like the restaurants are always jam packed and you need a reservation for most restaurants. That's good to know. Yeah. So just FYI. <laughs> so I just felt like there was moments where they're like, I was like, oh, I really want to try this restaurant. But then like yeah. they didn't have anything available or you had to plan ahead. And like when you're traveling by yourself, sometimes like planning ahead like that mm-hmm. just doesn't work or d- depending on what's going on in your schedule. Oh, also, I also took a day trip to um, Sweden. Yay. <laughs> I almost forgot about that. Um, I took the train to Malmo, Sweden. So that was a fun little day trip from Copenhagen. And definitely if you are going to Copenhagen, it's like a 30-minute train. Nice. Super quick and easy. So yeah, it was a fun little day trip. Totally walkable. The whole city okay. you can walk in a day. I think I was there for like six hours. Have and- you have you heard of Malmo before going to Sweden or before going to Copenhagen? So when I was like researching like Copenhagen on Pinterest – Melmo kept popping up because it is such an easy day trip from Copenhagen. So, but before that, before me actually like researching stuff, no, I never even heard of okay. Melmo before. So. Yeah, because I've never heard of it. You know, I, I mean, I don't know many cities. I think I know the capital in Sweden. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do know, is it Gothenburg, I think? My friend went to Gothenburg that was in Finland, and she said it was, like, absolutely amazing. Like, she really enjoyed it. But, yeah, I don't honestly know much about Sweden except for the fact that they have never – the Swedes have never been really nice to me <laughs> on social media. Um, other than that, I don't know much about Sweden, so. Nice. What did you do in Malmo? Just walk the city? I just walked the city. So I – like, the day before, I put together this, like – I went on Google Maps to see, like, Mm -hmm. what all, like, the main things are to see. And I literally just did, like, one big loop around the city. Like I said, it was super walkable. I walked the whole city in, like, six hours. I did what I wanted to do. Um, It's very small. There's not a whole lot to do. They Mm -hmm. have, like, a small little Christmas market that I popped by. But, you know, I think there's more to do in the summer Mm -hmm. than wintertime. Um, But there's, like, a lot of museums, stuff like that, which – I'm not a huge museum goer, so take that with what you will. <laughs> yeah. I prefer to see the sights and, like, be outside than be in, you know, a dusty museum. But that's just a personal preference. Yeah, it has to be an interesting museum for me. Yeah. Like, it has to be something that I really want to see for me to, like, yeah. want to go into a museum. But I'm just not. It's just not my thing. It's just not. Now, you guys, we had our separate trips, but... Since we have stopped recording, I know we kind of talked about it a little bit on our stories on Instagram, but we did go on a trip together, mm-hmm. and we went to Utah. Yeah, that was we went to Utah shortly before, shortly after season one started. Yeah, so it was a little bit of a while ago, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was the last time that we have seen each other in person. Was yeah, all the way back in September. It's been a while, you guys. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> So, I mean, we got to change that. We will be changing that. We do have um, – oh, by the way, you guys, before we get off topic, we are going to have a – we're not going to talk much about Utah because we have a full podcast episode coming about that because we did rent a camper van. Yeah. So we're going to kind of talk about our trip and um, what it was like to have van life for a week, to live van life. So stay tuned. That is definitely going to be an episode this season that we talk about. So – we're just going to kind of touch base on the fact that we went to Utah because we don't want to spoil some things in that episode. But yeah, we are going to be also going to Wits mm-hmm. soon. That's what, in May? Yeah, April, May. May. That's still yeah, too we- far away. <laughs> yeah, but we got to really start planning that. Yeah, I know. Seriously, I've got only five <laughs> We have like nothing booked except <laughs> our tickets. Um, Our tickets to the conference, not even airfare. Yeah, yeah, just the ticket conference, <laughs> the tickets for the conference. We need to book everything else. Yeah. But yeah, we're just going to go to a um, travel conference for women. It's like a content creators, bloggers, mm-hmm. anybody that's in like the travel content, content space. Yeah. So we're going to be doing that. We also... Should we talk about it now? Why not? Okay. (laughs) So if you guys remember, we left off season one talking about how we want to put together a group trip and we want to travel with you guys and it's coming to fruition. I'm so excited. We only launched the trip a little over a month ago now Mm -hmm. and we are so, so excited. We had our first eight people signed up in the first weekend, which is incredible. So we are so excited to hang out with you guys in Egypt and there's still some spots open. So if you guys want to come to Egypt, we have an amazing itinerary. Everything on the itinerary uh, are things that I have dreamt of doing in Egypt for by this time, like decades now. I've been wanting to go to Egypt for, for a very long time and I'm so excited that 
we are finally able to go and go with our travel besties. So yeah, if you want to see more, go to the link in the show notes because you're going to want to check out that itinerary. Yeah. So like she said, we are going to Egypt. We are super excited. We've put together an epic itinerary. It's going to be a week long in October of this year. So if you guys want to join us, we would love for you guys to travel with us. And like she said, we like sold out our early bird spots in the first weekend. There are still spots available as we are talking to you guys right now. And the price is nineteen fifty mm-hmm. per person, yeah, which includes quite a lot. So we try to keep this as affordable as possible for you guys because we know, you know, mm-hmm. we, we understand. We, we all love to travel. We all work very hard for our money, but we think that this is like the perfect opportunity for you guys to use some of that PTO yeah, and uh, join us in Egypt. So we'll have the link to the trip um, down below in the show notes. We are working with Trova Trip, so they're kind of running the whole deal so then that way we can really truly experience Egypt with you guys as well since it's going to be our first time. So we're obviously hosting the trip, but we're going to have a local guide that's going to do, you know, everything with us as well as all the transportations taken care of. So Trova Trip is kind of like the vehicle for the trip. They're kind of like taking care of all the back end stuff so that we can enjoy things with you guys. So yeah, we'll leave the link in the show notes, but if you guys are interested or want to see the itinerary, definitely click the link and uh, we would love to see you guys in Egypt with us in October. Yeah, it's going to be so awesome. I started creeping at the accommodations and we're staying at this hotel in Cairo for three nights, two nights in the beginning and then a night at the end. That's a nice hotel. I I do want to mention that um, all the hotels are four star. So, yeah, very nice hotels. And then we're also going to be doing a first class overnight sleeper train from Cairo to Luxor. Oh, so fun. I don't want to I don't want to spoil the whole itinerary for you guys. So it's something that you guys are just going to have to click the link to see. Um, but let's just put it this way. There's a lot of things that are included in the price mm-hmm. that most trips do not include. Entrance the fees. domestic airfare oh, yeah, that too. from Cairo to, or Luxor back to Cairo is included in the price, you guys. So, which is nice because when I was in Finland with Flying the Nest, that was also a Trover trip. And my airfare from Lapland back to Helsinki was not included. So that's something that I had to pay on my own. So this is kind of a really nice thing that that's included. Um, and it's one less thing that you had to pay yeah. for. Also some all breakfasts and then one lunch and like three dinners, I think are included. Yes, yeah, so like half so. of the meals are included, which is yeah. awesome. So fun. So we're doing pretty much like all of like the major touristy sightseeing things like the pyramids, the Nile, all of that. So if you guys are interested and want to see the itinerary, definitely click the link. And uh, we would love for you guys to join us. If you have any questions whatsoever in regards to the trips, you're more than welcome. And we appreciate you like reaching out to us, sliding in our DMs on Instagram at Passports and Coffee Podcast. We will answer whatever question that you have to the best of our ability and yeah we'd love for you to join us like I said we already have a really great group that have already signed up so we're excited and it's open to both males females everybody couples solo travelers friends if you guys are traveling as friends or couples you guys can stay in the same room you can request that so I mean this is really open to anybody and everybody so it's gonna be amazing yeah all right, so let's move on to what we're going to be t- talking about here in 
season two, what to expect, because yeah. we have a lot of really fun episodes for you guys. I am super excited. So we have some travel besties that we want to introduce to you. And so we are bringing on a few friends to talk about some key topics. Um, some key topics might include traveling for humanitarian reasons, traveling for um, like what it's like to travel as couples or like people in relationships. If you want to use teaching English abroad as a way to travel, we have that as well. So there's lots of lots of fun things that are happening. Like Shreya said, we have a lot of really fun guests that we have put together that we think that you are going to enjoy. Some of them are our personal friends. Others we have reached out to. So we are super excited for this season and we hope that you guys are too. We really missed you guys. I know we've been trying to be very present on Instagram so then that way you guys are still getting, you know, behind the scenes of us recording. We've been very asking you guys questions, what you want to hear, what you want to see. So we're super excited to be back mm -hmm. and be part of your guys's daily routine or weekly routine, I should say. This season also, we're going to have more episodes. So expect like double the episodes yeah. pretty much. It's a long season, which is exciting. It's a long season. It's an exciting, exciting season, but we are so excited to uh, be back. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yes. So I think with that, we are going to say goodbye. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in next week's episode. It's a fun one. We have a guest episode next week. So we're yeah. so excited for you guys to meet that travel bestie. So stay tuned for a lot of really fun conversations about travel over coffee. Yeah. Bye, travel besties. Bye, guys. Hey, travel besties, guess what? We want to travel with you. We have teamed up with Trover Trip and created an epic itinerary that we want to experience with you. We have a group of fellow travel besties who have already booked, but the only thing missing is you. So why not use that hard-earned PTO and join us? You can book the trip or find more information on trovatrip.com, or you can click the link in our show notes. Can't wait to travel with you.